Welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt, the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Are you ready to cut the crap with your diet and exercise, get strong as fuck, and build a healthy relationship with food? Then you've come to the right place. Let's Let's go. If you'd like to support us in the podcast, join our Patreon where you get exclusive content, which consists of monthly workouts you can do at home or at the gym, monthly challenges that are either strength, habit, or mindset-based, and access to over 100-plus low-calorie, high-protein, family-friendly meals. These are all designed by a professional chef who is certified in nutrition. These recipes are already in my fitness pal for easy fucking tracking. New recipes are also added each week. We believe that fitness is for everyone. So this is our way of getting you started on your health and fitness journey at a price most everyone can afford. So what the fuck are you waiting for? We'll see you in the Patreon. Okay, Beth, Mount Katahdin 2022 in the books. Let's talk about it. Wow. That's all I can say is <laughs> wow. Let's start off by telling everyone what happened to Matt, because I feel like this needs to be said right in the beginning. <laughs> um, two miles in. Two miles in. Uh, yeah, this made for a long day. So two miles in, uh, I was leading the pack and I climbed a, about a 12 foot section of, uh, of, of a rock. And at that point, uh, I was taking videos of everybody else climbing up and not necessarily paying attention. And I made a classic rookie move on the trail rookie mistake really and i did not secure my footing i stepped backwards and the ground that i was stepping on just gave out from underneath me and i uh, went for a little 12 foot ride down the cliff and um busted my knee up pretty good um to the song of a sea shanty (laughs) to the song of a sea shanty yes we had pirate songs playing and we were singing and we were having a jolly good time. So I was probably a little distracted, um, enjoying the moments too much and busted my knee and popped up. Beth is like, oh, my God, Matt, what the fuck? Are you OK? Hunter scream. Out of embarrassment, <laughs> out of embarrassment, I think. And also a little bit of shock. I popped right back up. Yeah, I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. And obviously I'm not fine because I definitely should have gotten some stitches. Um, but... I kept pushing on. I was not going to let that defeat me because we've been talking about this for way too long. And um, I did the fucking hard thing. And even though it was made immensely harder, did it. And that's all I can say. I'm, pr- I'm proud of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, you guys, I don't know how Matt trudged through because he literally has a fucking gash to the bone of his knee. Mm-hmm. And I, at one point, you didn't even know how deep it was because you didn't look. You're like, yeah, I just bumped my knee. <laughs> And then he looks down and his fucking pants have blood coming through, seeping through it. So he finally decides to sit down and <laughs> look at it. And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty ripped open. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm not laughing, but it was it was serious, honestly. Yeah. We were laughing. At that it was intense. Not too far long after. As so. Well. I was in shock when it happened and there's definitely a lot of adrenaline going. I'm like, no, it's fine. Let's just get back on the trail. Don't yeah. worry about me. I'll just yeah. hang out in the back here behind all you guys. You had the face of somebody who just fell off a 12 foot cliff, but wanted to act like you didn't fall off a 12 foot cliff. <laughs> I did. I wanted to act like it didn't happen. Guys, what are you talking about? I do this all the time. I bleed from my knees all the time. I'm getting, a, getting rid of my excess blood in my knee. It's okay. You got right back up to where we were pretty quick. <laughs> I, I did. Adrenaline, man. And adrenaline got me through that entire hike, too. Oh, and sure. it's funny, though, because, I mean, I was able to... When that was happening, I had a pretty 
clear mind. Like I was like, all right, like I, I remembered what that rock looked like because I was going to thinking about whether or not we should climb it or we should go around it. And obviously we went around it. So I knew it was straight down. So I just kind of shot down like a like a straight down ladder and just kept my hands up, my head up and just wrote it down on my butt and somehow banged my knee on the way. But yeah, thank God yeah. you didn't hit your head. Straight yeah. So that could have been much worse. Could have banged yeah. my head. Got a concussion, knocked out, or, or worse, broken a bone, anything. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody was watching over me, for sure. The mountain gods. One of your nine lives was used. <laughs> very, very, <laughs> thankfully, it was the only life I had to use that yeah. one. <laughs> but I'm not the only one that got out injury-free, though. So um, we're all a little bruised and battered, I believe. Achy. So, achy. Everybody <laughs> is walking a Everyone's got a waddle. Gingerly today. Oh, yeah. yeah. Covered in blisters, but I mean, it's not. We, we we make it sound so bad, but it was it was amazing, right? I mean, yeah, we did some really hard shit, um, some epic views. Um, epic. So, what, mm-hmm. what does everybody think? Like, would you do it again? Oh, <laughs> uh, one day hell after the fact. No. <laughs> but so when we ask next year, if there's a next year, next Mandy year's a- is out. <laughs> next year's the quiet. Chimney pond camping trip. Yeah, I mean, pretty chill. Yeah, I say this every fucking year, you guys, mm. that I'm never doing this again. But I've already had people message me mm. <laughs> that they want to do it. So, but we're not doing Knife's Edge. So, if you want to do that, you're on your fucking own because I'm done with that trail. So that was brutal. It's on Knife's Edge. Knife's Edge is my favorite. It's what a mile amazing, long? right? It, actually, Knife's Edge is not the hard part. It's no. getting to Knife's Edge mm-hmm. that's fucked. So when you're, it's called Hamlin. Is it Hamlin Trail? Yep. Hamlin Trail goes up to p- the first peak, which is Pomola Peak. That's an intense hike up, but it's not the part where you have to go down into the ridge from Pomola Peak up to the knife's edge is where it's f- so fucked because you're going down into the ravine and then you're going up and straight up. So that's why I slammed my knee so hard on a rock that you can hear the bone against rock. Yeah. Not fun <laughs> at all. Captain Kasim is laughing. <laughs> That's we all have trail it. names. This we all sound. have trail names. So, oh, we should go. Let's go through the trail names. names. <laughs> um, uh, right out of the. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Um, I'll have Ryan tell him what he's decided to call me <laughs> because I do I do not approve. But apparently, once you're given a name, you can't fucking go, disapprove of it. I didn't know there were trail name rules. Everybody's name. So Matt's trail name was Baby Blue, just because he's got baby, baby blue, blue eyes. Mountain Matt. Mountain Matt at one point. Yeah. yeah. Matt has like five different trail names. Um, (laughs) He's an enigma. Iris was Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The song. Mm -hmm. Um, Hunter was Hunter. (laughs) Hunter was just Hunter. Played by himself. Hunter, my first mate. (laughs) Um, Mandy was Mandy Moore, the America's sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was Captain Cassim from the Pirate Talk. And, and he, then, I think he named himself that. I did. By the way, stuck, you guys, it, it stuck. Didn't it? Stuck. Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed okay. to. Give you're not supposed to name, name your own trail name, according stuck, to Ryan. But he named himself, name. and he's. It, it, yeah, and you, and so. did you not call me afterwards? I did. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody argued with him. But, what, right. but when I tried to fucking change my name, it's but wait, this is the best one. And Beth was fish sticks Farako. 
and and why would someone said, call me fish sticks Farocco? Because you said you smelled, and uh, <laughs> I said you smell like fish sticks. <laughs> but I didn't really f- smell like fish sticks. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. did I smell yeah, like fish asterisk. sticks? <laughs> <laughs> the desk. Did I smell like fish sticks? <laughs> uh, but fish sticks Farocco, and you did not like it, but the group loved it. The group was in love with the name. Well, I mean, of course, because it was right. slandering me. <laughs> no one else was getting fucking and then called like, fish yeah, sticks. Fish sticks for Rocco. It has a nice ring to it. It has a nice, it has ring, a nice to ring to it. Okay, fish sticks for Rocco. If anyone DMs me fish sticks for Rocco, I will fuck you, you up. You get a free. Okay? You get a free I will add it to the block list. Fish sticks for so the trail names, everybody's got to tra- have a trail name when you go hiking on an extent, mm-hmm. a long hike like that. And Ryan and Hunter were definitely our entertainment there for a while with the pirate speak and the stories they were telling. <laughs> and the, the, the shanty songs that we were singing, the pirate mm-hmm. songs that we were singing mm-hmm. that ultimately led to my almost demise. But mm-hmm. it was great entertainment, great entertainment. But we have a fantastic little video of that, though. We do, yes. So that we've been laughing about once we... There is, there is evidence of my little fall. So Because I was recording these guys. So we will post that. So stay tuned for that. That'll be... Uh, you, guys will, you guys will appreciate it. Because yeah. there's the music playing in the background and we're singing. Singing a sea shanty. <laughs> I look up and then you go down. <laughs> and the look that you described on my face is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, guys, I didn't just fall down a cliff. I'll be right back up. Now, was it Hunter that started the sea shanty song on his phone? Yes, it yeah, was. It Why was don't like, you tell us about that, Hunter? The sea shanty. Well, yeah. I mean, Captain Gossam and I. <laughs> Working our way up the mountain, fueled by by the breast milk of a seabird. Of a seabird, yes, my mother. Your mother. Hunter was born on the seventh day. Yes, seventh day, and needed I a little under the belly of a seabird for three days. Yes. And we had a good headwind, and we needed some tunes, I... some music. And three seconds later, <laughs> mountain mod, mountain mod, baby blue. <laughs> Took a tumble, twelve feet low. Twelve feet below. He's a wizard. He's a wizard. <laughs> Here he is next, and then he's gone. Now right back there. Aye. Uh, oh, that's all there is to the sea shanty. Nothing but hunter's screams. <laughs> yes. Baby blue was silent, but I screamed. And that is it. And that is it. The story of the sea shanty. They stopped after that. Yeah, they pretty much did, didn't they? No, no sea shanty. It was a bad moment. We, we, had, we had a few moments of silence because we were all fucking in shock. Literally, if you guys would have seen what would have happened, you would have immediately, in my mind, was like, this is not good. Will we have to call fucking 911 or have like... Uh, go down and get a ranger. Someone get a ranger yeah. and come get Matt because it, it's happened so fast. This is this is the importance of like shit can happen in a second. It's it's yeah. crazy. One minute we're singing she sent sea shanties, and the second second Matt is fucking tumbling down a fifteen foot cliff. Mm-hmm. It's fucking insane. But he's alive, and that's all. He's that matters. alive. We're all okay. Yeah, it wasn't gonna let it stop me. I mean, we've been talking about this for a fucking year. You know, it could have turned around for sure. And I think everybody would have understood if I just stayed in the car for the entire day. But I wasn't going to let that stop me. We can. I knew we were there to do hard things. And 
Grand, and we did <laughs> fucking hard. Made things. a little bit harder than it needed to be, but we did the damn thing. I so. got I got to do a shout out to Mandy Moore and Goo Goo Dolls. Yes, and crush it on that ravine. Mandy Moore and Goo Goo Dolls crushed it. Yeah. Crushed yeah. it. Was rough because it was fucking hard, right? I I really struggled with that one. That was, was hard. What was the hardest part for you? It. Well, I'm petite, and so I couldn't reach a lot of things. And on the way down, I felt like I couldn't get good footing because I would have to drop to get my foot onto something. And then I was just ca- catastrophizing in my head, of course. You know, if I if I drop and I miss, then I'm not going to stop dropping. Um, yeah. And then on the way up, you know, if I slip or let go or can't get up, then I'm just stuck here forever and I'm going to die all alone kind of thing. But Hunter was awesome because he would kind of scout it out for both of us and say, okay, put your foot here, put your hand here. <laughs> Sometimes push us up, pull us up. And that was incredibly helpful and comforting too, because obviously I've never done this before. So I don't know where to put my feet or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did it. Yeah. Go ahead, Mandy. We did. Hunter was absolutely amazing. Thank you, Hunter. <laughs> yeah. You guys did amazing. I had a few moments of being paralyzed, like I just, I can't move right Mm now. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm not really even afraid of heights. It was just the precariousness of it, I think. Yeah. Plus, you know, it's a straight drop. (laughs) Um, By the way, I'm petrified of heights. (laughs) So let's climb 5,200 feet up in the air. Mandy killed it, though. So she was you. the leader across so the edge, and we were we were trucking it, especially in the last half of it, because it's like what a mile long. You guys made up a lot of area very quickly. We, <laughs> we covered so a lot we of ground. Saw we're the like peak, and we were like, we're, we're like, not stopping. Gonna, it's going to be an hour, but you guys got yeah. there like in half hour. Mm-hmm. You guys killed it went to get to that peak to to the summit. Yeah. And what's even more insane about this was how Hunter was with you guys, guiding you through all <laughs> that. And well, you guys are like an hour behind us at this point. We figured, we estimated, mm-hmm. and Which as is a we're long time on that ravine, <laughs> as we're nearing the end of Knife's Edge, here comes fucking Hunter behind <laughs> Beth and myself. Ryan's already a little ahead of us and summiting, and Hunter just comes flying up behind us and ahead of us, finishes Knife's Edge before us. Gazelle, while he was with, with you guys, which is insane. Hunter, yeah, comes behind me and he's like hey and i'm like what the fuck are you doing and then he made it to the top before me and matt did talk about why it was so hard for us to get through knife side towards the end there well my uh quads both of my quads started cramping so bad i mean so bad you could see it pulsing coming out of my pants i've never had such cramps ever ryan dr ryan mm. captain captain Cassim was like you need some uh glycogen stores you better get them some some candy so we sat there and ate like 40 fucking swedish fish (laughs) and then i was like oh i feel great now i was like okay good let's go so that's pretty much what happened and yeah Yeah, matt was a lot of a lot of snack breaks a lot of snack breaks a lot of water breaks camelbacks i was cramping because with my right leg my my right knee being fucked up i was overcompensating with my left leg which Mm. then of course made my left leg just go to shit and cramp and everything but i think everybody was dealing with cramping um at some point um charlie horses i know iris you were cramping up i had Um, some nasty cramps going up pomola no matter how much water we drank and how many electrolytes we drank and potassium it was inevitable it was a really fucking hot day and plus we all ran out of water um where most four of the six of us ran out of water, mm-hmm. so which we thought we had more than enough. So that's another thing. I always have enough water. Yeah, I that hike a... is the, that's the first time I I ran out of water, and also the latest we've ever gotten down the mountain. Mm-hmm. Over twelve hours. I still had water because I have PTSD <laughs> from the first time I did it because I ran out of water by the time I get to the top. Mm-hmm. Wow. The same trail. 
I just squeezed out the last bit for my camelback. Like in the last, I had like 0.6 miles to go. I'm glad for that. <laughs> you, you conserved it pretty well then. You rationed it. Yeah. Well, I was paranoid of not having any. Yeah. So I was just sipping all day long. Yeah, because we didn't bring our wa- our water oh, filter. Bring your emergency supplies, yeah. which mm-hmm. Matt's like, oh, I can't fit this in my backpack, which was the <laughs> fucking water filter <laughs> that we probably could have used. Definitely, definitely could have used it. Can we talk about the best part of the trip, though? Let's. What is the best part of the trip? Let's see. The, the donuts snack, this morning. The snack. <laughs> the snack exchange. Snack exchange. <laughs> we uh, traded Friday snacks. night. We threw all of our snacks on the, <laughs> the kitchen table full of snacks. <laughs> table full of snacks, and we traded. We're trading pop tarts. We're trading Cliff bars and protein trade? bars and oh, candy. My favorite trade. Hunter. That cinnamon pop tart. Oh, for not your much. lemon cake bullshit. Oh, come on, you didn't even try the lemon cake. <laughs> didn't need to. <laughs> No, two two big wins for this one. One is the the dill pickles in the bag. You not only get the dill pickles, but then you get the pickle juice after. That was a game changer. And then the mixed candy bags, nerds rope. Uh, that was that was try- okay. Yeah, how yeah, dare yeah. you? I'll give you credit for that. Nerds that was a rope. big hit. Nerds rope. You love the nerds rope. Yeah. yeah. Did you try the nerds rope? I had yeah. some of them. That was good. Oh, that was yeah. good. Nerds good then, sugar source. Dill pickle mm-hmm. chips. Yeah, you had sour patches. And, and another Swedish candy, fish. Swedish fish. They got pickles too, which they told me I should have gotten. And I was like, no, I don't need them. But I ended up eating everyone else's pickles. Uh-huh. I brought a jar of olives. So we shared that at the peak. Lots I was drinking the juice down. out of the olives to get some sh- yeah. um, salt in me. the sodium. Yeah. yeah, it helped though. I mean, I was cramping like crazy going up Pomola, but then I pounded some <laughs> sodium and I was, I was pretty much okay. There were a few moments, but really not as bad as at first. Hunter's new pre-workout is pickle juice now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> all over my ass. <laughs> give, you, give you a good pump because all that sodium. It did. What's what's the company? What's what's the company that sells this? Is it like Mr. Olive or Miss Ms. Oliver? Don't tell them until they agree to sponsor you. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. So anyway. The official pre-workout yeah. of Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. Yeah, yeah. Pickle juice. Pickle juice. You can get those at Hanford's too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. So, what was the best part? Of, uh, best part of the hike was it? Uh, was it just the summit, getting into the summit, and that feeling of holy shit, we just climbed fifty two hundred feet elevation? Yeah, for me, it was the that we fucking did it once we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, it was because it. I mean, it's really you just hyper fixate on where you're putting your feet mm-hmm. and looking down and One where's the next rock and is it stable and solid. But when you do get those moments of looking up and out, it's like something out of a fairy tale. This is incredible yeah and i felt that too on the first it's a gentle slope but you're essentially walking on like landscaping loose rocks the whole time Mm -hmm. um but the view there is incredible it looks like wales or new zealand or scotland i was gonna say let's let's talk about the trail that we took down yeah (laughs) that i almost fucking broke my arm on and the rock slides that were existing Mm mm-hmm Man, saddle saddle trail i never want to even hear that name again after we talk about this that was well such it had a rained experience. what three days ago it had rained i think two days before that <laughs> two days and ago so the ranger the ranger was like um it's pretty much a stream on the trail coming down and this trail is probably a 70 70 degree um angle coming down for, for for it's it's like a 
2,000 feet decline over the course of a fucking mile. Yeah. That's you're like, insane. It's like going downstairs like a baby. You sit on your butt and then you lower yourself down. And then yeah. you sit on your butt. And, and it's so treacherous. The, you're, you can never get good footing. So on that note, like something I was thinking about was like how we all kind of just work together to make sure everybody was mm-hmm. safe and we like, and we're helping each other, pulling each other up and pushing each other up underneath them and everything. Like everybody was just helping each other out. <laughs> Ryan and Hunter had their own little adventure together. No, he went, but uh, I got to give it to Hunter. Hunter took care of my girls, Mandy and uh, Iris, yeah, for really a long did. time. So mm-hmm. that was awesome. I think I think the best part. I actually like the first leg, like up to Pamela from Hilong, because. I don't know. That's when, like everybody goes at their own pace, especially once you get to the summit. You're like, fuck it, like let's get mm-hmm. to the bottom. But I think on the way to the top is cool. I'll get to. I don't know you all super well, so got to get to know you guys a little bit better. Yeah, it was a great. I mean, I feel like we're, we all have this life experience now that we're going to be bonded together over forever, mm-hmm. and we definitely learned a lot uh, about each other. And I think we're all closer because of it. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll never. Fucking <laughs> we'll, we'll never have a normal conversation. <laughs> So down the mountain, Hunter puts on his headphones and he he's like, Beth, uh, give me your car keys. Yeah. I'm going to fucking run it. All right. Put on his Lincoln Park and fucking ran. And I was like, I fucking don't know how you just did that. But he was like, peace the fuck out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan, I stopped and talked to these people who I didn't know who they were, but I thought they were my friends. And then I'm waiting. Ryan gets to the end and he told, tells me something. You want to tell him? That was because I was walking. I was like 15 minutes behind Hunter. So anybody I talked to, I was like, have you seen like the tall blonde kid? And one one couple goes, yeah, that guy fucking sucks. Because <laughs> like, he's just trail running. Past Making this all feel just like, <laughs> fucking sucks. Because he's just like we're all everybody who's coming down that way is dead tired. And then right. you see this tall blonde guy, headphones in. Just jogging down the trails. Everybody's like, that guy's Which sucked. is a feat in its own because it, it's so hard and so treacherous. I mean, he was straight up fucking trail running oh, on yeah. a fucking Crazy. like rock. Mm-hmm. Like it's all rock. Like like Killian Jorn. If anyone knows who that is, mm-hmm. go Google that guy. That was Hunter. Freaking just oh. a little billy goat. Mm-hmm. And every, every moment of the descent, I mean, for myself, it really sucked, obviously, because Going down is a lot harder on your knees already as it is with healthy knees, let alone having a big gash uh, in one of them. So that was every step was just like borderline. Like this is the most pain I've ever felt in my life. You know, at one point when we had it bandaged, because we we had it bandaged up and that just built up the pressure there. So I had to take that off. Mm -hmm. And that was like an eight out of 10 pain. And then other after that, it was like a six out of 10. But then at the end of the night, when we went to the restaurant and the restaurant, I was literally laying in the restaurant, McDonald's, McDonald's. I was literally laying in the SUV, just like in verge of tears. Like this is fucking awful. This is the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Yeah, I know. We tried to get you McDonald's. But you guys got me that milkshake, and that that helped. (laughs) Comfort. Yeah, Yeah, the comfort Comfort and sugar. Yes, yes. But, yeah, the descent um, was no joke. It was just rock after rock after rock, Mm -hmm. which made sense because we climbed rock after rock after rock on the way up. But, you know, it was That quick break at Chimney Pond was pretty sick, too, though. Yeah, the chimney pond was so epic. You could look up and see where you had been all the way around. Yeah. Like we and just hiked like, that entire holy fucking shit, rim. we just did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So perspective, make sure to take take everything in for a moment. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think that was my favorite part. The whole hike is like, like you said, the moment you actually stop mm-hmm. and you just look mm-hmm. out all over Maine and where you're, 
when Beth's like, yeah, we're hiking over that fucking thing, you're like, what? Like, <laughs> going over that? Then when you look back after you're at the yeah. top, you're like, whoa, I yeah, just did that. Right. That's, it's 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 mind-blowing. It's cool. Because you can't look while you're doing it because you have to watch your feet. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're making this experience sound amazing. I know that, guys. But it's <laughs> this, this, like... What happens after you do it? This is, this is where we got that mountain high going on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now everyone's like, oh, yeah, it was so fucking great. But when you're in it, you're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it really is an amazing experience. And I suggest everyone, if you can, it's like a bucket list thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't ask me to take you up there. Okay. Right. <laughs> not not today. Not today. But I may at some point. Again, just mm-hmm. not knife's edge. Yep. embrace the suck and we said this during the the hike yesterday uh pain is inevitable but suffering is optional right mm-hmm. so you can you can have a complete train wreck and you can let your mind get the best of you and just have a complete breakdown but not we were on the verge a couple of times but we didn't get to that point um so it's really about mental toughness too to keep to keep you in in the game especially when yeah. it's literally one step at a time just focus on the next foot in front of you you know mm-hmm. um and you'll get there eventually yeah there were I some like, tears yeah that's okay (laughs) and also i think we should preface that like strength training i think saved every single one of us yeah because i fell i caught myself i could have broken my arm i have a huge bruise in my arm a couple of like really close calls that i caught like i caught myself but if i wasn't in the shape that i'm in i would be fucking broken arm you know Mm -hmm. broken leg who i mean who knows same with matt every single one of us like Mm -hmm. consistent lunging squatting pull-ups pull-ups uh tricep dips (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry what is that again (laughs) and uh, hunter was giving uh Strength training cues down the mountain. Let's let's have him going, discuss that a little bit. Going down and up that big ravine, Hunter was telling Mandy, okay, here, we're going to do a tricep dip. <laughs> and Mandy's response was, Hunter, I don't know what a tricep dip is right now. <laughs> and it wasn't just like what she said, but like I could see the look in her eye and I was like, all right, let's 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 take this at a different angle. <laughs> then we figured something else out. But yeah. Yeah. So on that note of strength training, I mean what you guys just said we were squatting we were lunging we were doing step ups we were doing pull ups push ups with 40 pounds on our backs yeah, yeah that's like and that of course having the mobility and the strength to do that but also like Beth said with the falls we have stronger bones because we strength train mm-hmm. so our strength training helps us in every aspect of life not i mean not to be, get jacked and be strong as fuck but it's it's also just improves the quality of your life and it prevents injuries and just makes things so much easier mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I noticed for myself because this is probably my fifth or sixth time hiking it. Um, up until this year, I hadn't really strength trained consistently. I mean, since I was in high school. And so this year, even at, you know, almost 20 pounds heavier, I feel better like recovery. I felt better like with my endurance, even though I'm not really doing any cardio. I mean, huge difference it made for me. So no cardio. Yeah, you're running across the mountain like a fucking <laughs> gazelle. Yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, it was eye opening to see. Wow, like I was really curious to see how I would do at the heavier weight, and made yeah. a big difference for sure. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else we want to add to that? Obviously, we 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 talk a lot about the suffering that we went through, but I mean, it was worth it. And I'd say the only other thing I thought was cool because I was I sat on the mountain. There's it takes a certain type of crazy to do that hike, 
but also I thought everybody we met on the mountain was just like the nicest. They were just the nicest oh, people. Oh, yeah. So nice. What, Everyone's what like, how community. you doing? You yeah. need some water and everything. The hiking okay. community, backpacking community is, uh, I mean, the nicest group of people. Mm. They're all there just to escape life, escape the realities of life for a day or so. And Vitamin N. Vitamin N. Like there's some guys that were um, shirtless with just their water and they're like, I, I just, I'm working through some shit. So I'm just out here tackling this mountain, you know, mm-hmm. mental, just working through shit mentally. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I suggest everyone do something way out of the comfort zone because honestly, like this will make you be better at something else because it's so fucking hard that something that you would have thought would be harder is not as hard mm-hmm. after you mm-hmm. do something that's yeah, the harder. Then you just keep doing harder shit. Like every fucking year I do it, I level up a little bit more. Level up, level up, find hard shit, do the hard shit, get rewarded and be happy. Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. Um, let's go do a quick round table for like one lesson learned or highlight. I'll start because I, I brought it up, but I'm just going to just go with like when things happen to you, you decide, you dictate how you respond to those cir- situations and those circumstances. I could have let falling 12 foot uh, ruin my day and get, mm-hmm. get to the best of me and be bummed out. But I chose not to let that happen. You have a choice to everything that happens in your life when, when hard shit comes your way. Uh, I suggest you look at the bright side of things and, and persevere and push through because you'll, you'll be better off for it. Literally everything is one foot in front of the other, just mm-hmm. one foot in front of the other step by step. And we can do hard things, <laughs> which I was told a million times yesterday. Okay. Enough <laughs> with the fish sticks. But <laughs> my little boy. At, so my husband was worried because we got down late and he was like texting me. I got all the texts in McDonald's after our fucking feast that we had. I had. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> and so I'm on the phone with him. He's like, Mommy, I, I heard you had a tough day. And I said, I did. He goes, but you know what, Mama? I was like, what? You can do hard things, Mama. And I was like, oh, my God, you're right. So, you know, the littles are always listening. That's my uh, mm. take on that. Yeah. I would say uh, for me, you, you realize that motivation is a real thing because especially when you can see your end goal or you know your goal, right? <laughs> So like True. at one point we're going up knife's edge. We're like, fuck this. We're like, yeah, <laughs> that we're not even close. We're like, we got like, we were like five more hard pushes, maybe a break in between there. But once, once I started to get closer and I saw the peak, that's when I was just like, I'm just fucking going. Mm-hmm. And I'm we did flying the exact towards same that. Thing. Yeah. And then once yeah. I got to the peak, I just let out a fucking scream. Yeah. Fuck and yeah. one guy's like, Nice job, man. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. thanks. See, every, everybody at the top, they earned that too. So they're, yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. I know what you just went through. Yeah. I know that feeling you're feeling right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But I was going to say, yeah, motiv- motivation is real, especially when you can, when you have an idea of what your end goal is okay. and we can use it as a tool because um, we were not motivated the whole fucking time. Fuck like, no. Oh, no way. A lot of yeah. cries and, and, and sighs. But once you can see where you're getting to and, and when it's realistic and within sight, that's the way I think we all just fucking pushed it. Beautifully said, man. That's a great way of looking at our goals overall mm-hmm. and how you can use motivation rather than motivation mountain. Motivation yeah. mountain. <laughs> use it. Don't rely on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Hunter, the first mate. Yeah, I would say uh, the biggest lesson that was probably reinforced to me on this trip was uh, just doing something that's really hard with with other people friends or maybe you don't know them, you know, the mm-hmm. camaraderie and relationships that you build on that trip is, you know, something that lasts a long time. And it's also just 
it's a little bit easier, a lot more fun to do it that way. Mm -hmm. And if we can apply that to, you know, our lives and whatever it is, you know, I think we go through a lot in our lives that we feel like we're alone. But if you can have somebody there, a group of people who understand what you're going through and do it together, it always is a a better and easier journey probably than the the alternative. So that's the the Mm -hmm. lesson. Well said, man. Find your people. Yeah. Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore, America's (laughs) sweetheart. (laughs) I'm just going to say that I think it's pretty amazing that what you think you can't do, you actually can do. It's definitely a mind fuck, and you have to really overcome that. And not only that, you are a lot stronger than you think you are. Mm -hmm. It's just an amazing experience. And we can do hard things. Mm-hmm. Well, Mandy kind of stole mine. You can, so you I'm going to riff one. on it a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if something seems impossible, it's almost always not. You just have to maybe pause and reassess and like take a breather for a second and then hit it again. Count three, two, one, go. I did that a lot <laughs> on that freaking ravine. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Beth is going to add something. I want to add to, um, I think that a lot of us are not used to pushing past our comfort zone. And that's where the fucking magic is, you guys. I, it really is by doing something that you are so afraid of and so uncomfortable doing. And just doing it alone is, fuck, that's where you, that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid of like, stop being so comfortable with being comfortable. You have to get uncomfortable. Because that's where it is. Be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes, exactly. And one thing about that too, which I've I've heard from somebody, and I can't remember who now at this point, but like the more you get okay with being uncomfortable, the less things are going to like tip the scale and like piss you off. Mm-hmm. And that I've realized in my own life. But just, I mean, doing something like this, I mean, right now I feel like I can do anything except walk. <laughs> right. But... <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, the (laughs) the more you get okay with being uncomfortable, like your bar rises a little bit Mm -hmm. and then you you can just handle things so much better. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I'll add is uh, what I always refer to as remember rule number six, which is don't take yourself so seriously. Oh, I thought it was don't trust a fart. (laughs) Rule number one is don't trust a fart. (laughs) Tough summer. Um, But uh, but rule number six is don't take yourself too seriously, which I I think Mm -hmm. helped us also mentally through this hike is whether it's pirate talk or (laughs) trail name fuck on the top of a mountain. Right. Yeah. Making whale noises. Right. Yeah. Singing boot scooting boogie while you're sliding down rocks but when you when you're also able to enjoy the moment and and make each other laugh along the way you remember that way more than the di- most difficult parts well said and the car rides that we shared together getting here and like just singing songs with each other like some of those road trip bangers like that, that was amazing so much fun yeah um there's one thing i wanted to say too um so today is beth's seven year anniversary of Woo! sobriety right yes. let's go seven years no alcohol fuck yeah Fuck Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Thank you. I appreciate it. Lucky number seven. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for the post Katahdin hike special. Yeah. 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 Okay.
<laughs> Can we say boozy? We had a lot of, lots of uh, little words we were saying up and down the mountain. One of them was boos. Don't be a boozy. <laughs> Big poos, you fucking boozy. You fucking boozy. I'm surrounded by a couple of boozies over here. <laughs> Who's that boozy up the mountain? <laughs> anyway, that's a wrap with there Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt for this, I don't know what number episode, but it is the end of Katahdin episode in the living room and of an amazing Airbnb underneath about five deer heads. Yeah, and we got a bear watching us. And uh, actually seven for seven years sober. I took a photo. Is there really, really? seven deer? <laughs> seven yeah. deer. Oh nice. shit, you guys, seven deer, seven years. It's a sign. It's, fucking, it's meant to be. <laughs> you fucking boozies. All right, peace out. Bye. 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 Can I get a whole yeah? Oh. Can I get a whole yeah? Oh, oh yeah. Hope you enjoyed this episode, so why not share it with a friend who needs to hear it? Send us a DM on Instagram or email us at cutthecrappod at gmail.com and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cutthecrappodcast. As always, we appreciate you and thanks for being here.